This is the first time I've ever done this in a presentation. I actually want you to use your mobile phone. Yes, totally. Because we're gonna have a little bit of interaction during this, and there will be things that you can vote on as part of this presentation. So if you would go, your link is up there to menti, M-E-N-T-I dot com. Menti, M-E-N-T-I dot com. When you get to that page, it will come up with a little box that says enter code in which you enter that one that's up there, 583306. And then what that will allow you to do is to actually, when we come to a couple of bits of interaction, it will allow you to do some thumbs up, some thumbs down. I've got a practice one for you to start with there because you can actually hit the heart and show some love if you wish. Someone, please. Thank you. God, at, least, at least we got all three. We're, we're off the line. We're off the line. So you get an idea of how it works. So we see instant results come up on there. So in a moment, it will allow you to actually do some voting. God, oh, God bless you lot. You know, it keeps going. I don't want to move on. I'm quite enjoying this. You know, that's, that's lovely. So what I wanted to talk to you about this morning is about, about stress. And I think it's probably fair to say that most of us view stress as a, as a bad thing. And, and actually, in many ways, it can be. And yet there are also times when stress is actually a good thing, if it's good stress. And, and when it's manageable, then that's a great thing for motivation. It also helps release serotonin in your brain as well. Bad stress, on the other hand, is where you feel completely overwhelmed. And a lot of that comes down to, to how you're being challenged. Oh, look, these numbers are still going up. You'll notice that I gave you no other option than a heart on there. But, you know, we'll, do, we'll just gloss over that one. Don't worry about that. So I took this from, uh, from the, the Mind website. Um, fantastic. I, I use the analogy of a stress bucket a lot when I t talk to people about coaching on a one-to-one on a -one basis. Um, the idea being that we, we all have our stress buckets and it gets filled up with all those different things and you've got, you know, dealing with change, poor diet, financial issues, work, you know, Brexit, um, all those things. Now, to relieve stress, which is really, really important, one of the biggest things that helps is good sleep because it's actually the REM, yeah, Ali, good sleep, not like your one last night. Um, the REM stage of sleep is very, very good at getting rid of stress. So is eating well and all those lovely things, rest and relaxation, talking to trusted people and so on. So probably nothing there that would surprise you, I wouldn't have thought. Um, the other thing that's really good for stress is actually getting a bit of challenge going on in your life because ultimately from a neuroscience point of view, your brain is still wired up very much the same way as it was back in the cavemen ages, cavewoman ages, I should say. Cave people, is that more <laughs> the right, right thing? Um, when we had to do things like chase off saber-toothed tigers and we had to get enough food together to be able to feed the family for maybe three months at a time or whatever it was. And of course, we don't have, thankfully, <laughs> that kind of stress anymore. Although you could buy a lion back in the 60s, couldn't you? But we don't have that kind of challenge in our lives. So what happens is we've started replacing it with things like, oh, public speaking. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That's not me. Um, I haven't got the confidence around that and so on and so forth. So actually, that's why challenge is so important 
for us and that's why we need to challenge ourselves. Look at these two, the photographer taking a picture of the photographer. I love it. So we've all got different perceptions on, on the same thing and this is what I want you to have a look at and have a little bit of a vote. I'm not going to leave it there for long. Do you see a young woman or do you see an old lady? Your votes please. Don't you start you two. Put your votes in. Young woman or old woman? Whatever you first saw. Goodness me. Wow. I don't know how many we've actually got online, so I'm not going to wait too long, and plus Jay will chase me up on time. Um, I would say that's quite interesting. I would say that's clearly outweighing that it's the, the young woman. Um, so it just shows you different perception. Both are correct, and if you look at that image differently, you can see one or the other. And if you want to have another look later, you can do. Two faces, two faces almost going American there, or one vase, one face, <laughs> one vase. Yeah, first, what was it to you when you first saw it? Interesting. So it seems more, more people are seeing two faces first. For, for me, I see it as a vase. That, that's just me. It, again, as I say, either, either is completely correct. Fear and faith, they're both perceptions. And they're often perceptions of the same thing. They're, they're about something that you, maybe you don't know or something that hasn't happened yet. And actually, you can interpret it one way or the other. And again, going back to neuroscience, chemically, there is no difference between love and hate. It's exactly the same chemical mix that is produced in your brain for either of those. Very strong feelings of which you then perceive which way they, they are for you. And to me, this is how it can link in with helping to challenge yourself and therefore help reduce that stress is by turning what might have been fear of the unknown, fear that you cannot do something, fear that you worrying about the consequences um, or what might happen and turning that into faith and I've got a couple of examples for you I've got one that I did in the past where in the place I used to live in Cornwall a little place called Cowstock tiny little village um, they did a mummer's play now traditional play happens every year on May Day um, five or six people go up you act out what is read out. So the narrator writes the play. There are no lines to read. You don't even know what's going on. You have to act according to what the narrator is saying. So someone said, would you like to be in it? I was very happy to oblige. Um, thing was, I was May Queen. So uh, <laughs> that's me. The, the, the one on that side, by the way, not, not the knight in shining armour. I was absolutely bricking it. I had, I think, six pints of Guinness before the play even started. <laughs> I was fine up until the day. And you can do your thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, we love. Thank you very much, whoever that is, kind person. And I honestly was sat there in our lounge with my wife and my children, all tending to me, <laughs> doing my makeup and so on and so forth, trying to get my tights on. And oh, God, what an effort. And I've, I just suddenly went cold. And I thought, and I said to my wife, what the hell have I done? <laughs> and as I got into it, you know, actually it was really well received. It went very well. I had great fun and 
my God, you know, the, the hassle of trying to get size 10 high heels became worth it. So that, that was something in the past to give you a little bit of a giggle. I won't label on, on that too much for you. I don't want you to, you know, have sleepless nights tonight. Um, also have a fear of fire, which you know, is, is quite healthy, isn't it, really? Most would agree to, to a certain extent. So my challenge for this year, in May, I am going to go, there's a bit of a theme of May going on there, I didn't realise that. Um, I'm going to go and do a training course that I can run firewalks. So for four days, I will learn how to run these firewalks. So you know the things, you take off your shoes and socks and then you, you walk the fire. I will also be trained in glass walking, rebar bending, arrow snapping with your neck, chopping bricks, all that kind of stuff. But that's the one that worries me because that's the one I'm really scared of. Good thing is, during the training, I will have done about 100 of the walks, so I'll be well and truly used to it. Um, so that's, that's a challenge for me. Um, and it really makes a difference to me in terms of, if I can challenge myself, then it helps me in coaching be able to challenge other people. So it, it all has a knock-on effect. I love this quote. Mahatma Gandhi, it's a little bit small on there. The difference between what we do and what we are capable of doing would suffice to solve most of the world's problems. And I think, isn't he right with that? I mean, that just, don't know about you, that really resonates with me. I was just wondering, how much better will you feel if you challenge yourself even more? And that's the thing I'd like to leave with you today. It's just having to think about how you might be able to challenge yourself even more and achieve even more. So that's me. Thank you very much.